0: Soul, and in closer, CG and TV to you. Hello, my name is David, and it's truly a pleasure sharing God's Word with you today. Uh, as we start off May, um, we're going to be getting into the book of Colossians. And uh, before we get into chapter one, I kind of want to give you guys a um, just a little bit of background information, uh, the context in which Paul wrote this letter and uh, the reasons why he wrote it and to whom he wrote it. So the book of Colossians, Paul wrote this while he was in prison. Uh, he was under house arrest in Rome and he wrote this to the church of Colossae because he wanted them to one, uh, kind of overcome the cultural barriers and um, uh, just uh, uh, the cultural things that were prohibiting them. Uh, from being truly Christians. And two, um, he wanted them to overcome a lot of um, heresy that was going on during the church that time. So the early church, the first church, um, they had a lot of persecution uh, by the Roman government. Uh, Emperor Nero was pretty much uh, blaming the church for Rome burning and he was blaming the Christians for doing a lot of bad things. So there was heavy, heavy persecution on the Christians. And two, the church was getting attacked in the inside by people uh, preaching a different gospel than the true gospel, uh, a different gospel than the gospel that Paul had uh, taught them. So Paul was, uh, you know, one, encouraging Christians who were being persecuted the outside and in the inside. And two, he wanted Christians to be truly uh, uh, true Christians, um, uh, living by the gospel in which he told them. So those are you know two of the main reasons why he wrote this letter. And um, uh, Colossians is very interesting because there's a total of four chapters, and uh, it tells you in chapter one, we see the supremacy of uh, of Christ, why Christ is superior than the angels, is superior than uh, the prophets and why we need Jesus Christ in our lives and how to live as Christians um, once we have received the Spirit, once you have really accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, how to live that life. So let's get into the first chapter.
1: Colossians chapter 1 verses 1 through 14. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who was a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share and the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins.
0: I feel like in verse 1, uh, we see the authenticity of the letter. It says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. So, we know that Paul wrote this letter. In verse 2, it says, To God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. So we know who wrote it in verse 1, and we know to whom he addressed this letter to. And um, one of the verses that really struck out to me was verse 3. It says, We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. And verse 4, Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people. So Paul starts off this letter by saying, I'm so encouraged by you guys. Uh, Paul has never visited the church of Klaasai. It was actually church planted by one of his uh, disciples, Epaphras, and Paul has never physically been there because one, he's under house arrest, and two, he's never had the occasion to visit that area, which is now modern-day Turkey. But Paul has heard a lot of good things. Uh, He's heard it through other uh, Christians. He heard it in particular through his disciple, um, Epaphras, and he's so encouraged by the work that they're doing. you know, it's not easy, uh, it, it wasn't easy being a Christian during that time where there was so much uh, persecution against the early church and Christians. But Paul is just saying that I thank God because of you guys. And I think the lesson uh, that we should learn from this is uh, we could truly be the salt and light and we could carry the scent of Christ wherever we go. Uh, what, I think one of the strongest and one of the most powerful uh, tools for evangelism, it's, it's how we live our lives. Uh, Yes, when people hear the gospel message, when people hear about Jesus Christ at church, that has, uh, uh, you know, that in itself is a powerful tool. But I think when we share our lives with people, when people see how we live, and when people see how uh, Christ is living in us and how my character changes because Christ is in me, that in itself becomes a powerful, powerful tool. And, you know, Paul is saying, you know, I've never met you guys physically. You know, we've never met eye to eye. Uh, we've never met in person, but he's saying, I always thank God every time I hear, you, hear about you guys and uh, whenever, uh, every time I pray for you because of your faith in Christ Jesus and because of the love you have for all of God's people. So Paul doesn't really go into details exactly what they did, but we know through the statement made by Paul that they must have done a lot of good work. Uh, these Christians living in Colossae, not only did they care just for themselves, just for their church, just for their region, uh, just for their people, but they know that they were a mission-minded church. They Not only did they care for that area in particular, but they had interest and they shared God's heart for all of God's people everywhere they went, and I'm sure they did uh, a lot of good works, and through their lives, God was ultimately glorified, and that's what Paul is stating is, you know, I thank God, you know, I always... Thank God because of you guys, of your faith and because of for what you have done and for what God is doing through you guys. And uh, if you go to verse 9, it says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, Growing in the knowledge of God, so again Paul is encouraging them and he's saying, "Listen, um, I know as um, as infant Christians because you know it wasn't long that they were church planted. I know that it's not uh, easy living during those times uh, as Christians, but I want you guys to persevere. I want you guys to know the truth. Um, so I want you guys to be diligent in your study of the Word, and I want you guys to be spirit filled." so that you may bear fruit. Uh, we know from John 15 that the only way we can bear fruit is if we remain in Jesus Christ. Apart from Jesus Christ, we cannot bear fruit and he's encouraging the church, hey, you guys are doing a wonderful job, but right now um, you know, in our church and outside of church, we're being pressed on every side. The Roman government is persecuting Christians and within inside the church there's a lot of false teachers there's a lot of heresy going on I want you guys to remain strong and the only way you guys can remain strong is if you guys remain in the Lord so be diligent in finding the truth uh, discern between the, the the true gospel and the false gospel and I want you guys to bear fruit by remaining in Jesus Christ. And that's pretty much the introduction to the book of Colossians. Uh, Paul starts off by saying, listen, I'm so encouraged by you guys. I'm encouraged by your faith and the good works you're doing. And I want you guys to keep on bearing fruit. And the the way we could continue to bear fruit is if we remain in Jesus Christ. So that's pretty much the introduction of the first chapter. And Paul is going to explain uh, why we need Jesus Christ what happens once we receive Jesus Christ, What, how we should live as, um, as Christians, as real Christians, not just Christians on the outside. So, you know, I'm kind of excited to continue sharing God's word with you. So let's go into time of prayer. As we conclude the first um, portion of Colossians, uh, pretty much the introduction of Colossians, we're reminded that through our faith and through our actions, uh, we could encourage so many different people. And um, people are actually excited uh, by our faith. People are actually more drawn to Christ uh, through our faith and through our actions. So I think it's a reminder for us to really keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ, uh, keep our eyes focused on God. And that's the only way we could bear fruit. Apart from God, apart from Jesus, we're not able to bear fruit. So I think it's a good reminder, just as Paul was uh, so impressed and so encouraged by the church of uh, Colossae and, you know, these faithful brothers and sisters in Christ for what they were doing. Not only were they just taking care of themselves, but they had a genuine heart and genuine love for all of God's people. So let's carry that same mindset as we Go into the book of Colossians. So let's go into time of prayer, and I'll end today. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the word you have given us today. Um, Paul wrote this letter to the church of Colossae with the intent uh, that they may uh, discern between the true gospel and the false gospel. That they may be able over, uh, that they may be able to overcome cultural barriers, um, things that were prohibiting uh, Christian men and women to be fully Christians and uh, what it means to uh, be spirit filled and live as true christians so i pray that that uh, wherever we go that we may have the scent of christ that we may be the salt and light and i pray that we may bear fruit by remaining in you because there's no other way to bear fruit apart from you we thank you we love you and in your precious name we pray amen For a Leaving a folder and stepping in closer. CGI.